station around the world. This is Tarita Kumiherbeck. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, wonderful listeners. Um, this is Halitakumi FM. As you know, it is a Monday on an inspirational drive show. Today, I'm not alone. And today, let me say, uh, today is one of those days, I can say today's topic is going to be, uh, going to be on fire. It's going to be on fire because we are talking about something that is so vast and uh, and it affects both young and old. <laughs> there's no age when coming to this one. <laughs> yeah, there's no age, but I can say you're going to learn a lot. And uh, today's guest got so many things that he's going to tell us about. And let me say, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Then I'll tell you who's the guest of today. Amen, amen to this, amen to this. He's bigger than any other thing you ever thought of. God is bigger than any other thing you ever thought of. Let me say, I have been blessed by this wonderful song. And I can tell you what kind of a guest uh, uh, is here with us. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the one who's singing, the voice also can tell that today we are hosting not uh, a man. But you are hosting a mother. Uh, uh, but let me say, let me not introduce her. But as you know, as usual, here in Takum, we give the guests to introduce themselves so that they can explain themselves without any mis and misinterpretation. Ma'am? Hey, hi. How are you feeling today? <laughs> I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be here. We are blessed to be here. Yes. Also, we are blessed also to be here. We thank you for coming today to our show. Uh, please, can you tell the listeners at school who are you? I am Jeanette Otto. I'm an author and inspirational speaker. And I have a mission in life. My mission is to impact marriages. So I help women and I work with women who is at a, who feel stuck at the, um, a crossroad in their marriage and they are willing and determined uh, to become the ultimate better half and actually have the marriage that God has designed for them. Wow, wow. Well, mean us guys, well, we have been left out now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when the woman is fine, then the whole marriage should be fine. Okay, 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 okay. I think I want to know that part of when the woman is fine. Mean the house will be at peace. Yes. If the woman is not at peace, the house is on fire. Yes, true. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 Can you tell us a little bit about your background? 
Yes, I'm from Middleburg. I'm born and bred in Middleburg. I'm married to my lovely husband, Christopher Otto, for the past 14 years. Uh, this year, October, we'll be married for 15 years. We've got uh, two children, a daughter who is 17, she's in uh, grade 12 this year, and my son who's in grade 7, he's 14. So yeah, I've been in Middleburg all my life. I've moved out, and but I've come back. So yeah, I'm from Middleburg, and I'm also an ordained pastor. I was ordained as a pastor in 20, 2018. So I love God, and I'm passionate about the things of God. Yeah, so. Okay, okay, okay. So, how was your background when you were growing uh, uh, until, how did you meet God? <laughs> Honestly speaking, I when I look at my 14-year-old son today, I am so blessed and I thank God that, because by the time I was 14, I was a very rebellious girl. <laughs> yeah, I was rebellious by the age of 14, it was my first time actually 13 that I entered the club, so I didn't grow up all my life, I had aunts and uncles that knew the Lord and obviously they took us to church and stuff like that. My mother and father got divorced when I was seven years old. So yeah, I didn't have that background. But uh, once I was, I think I was in grade 12, my mother got born again. And then she was the one who started praying for me and always praying for me because I was this girl. I used to love clubbing. I used to love going out. I was wild and yeah, I loved party a lot and I was rebellious. I didn't... Um, uh, I didn't um, do the things of God, but yeah, no, 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 no. Before that, actually, I met God when I was about 14, sorry. Yeah. And then I backslided. You know what they say, when you backslide, seven demons come back. After they find the house clean, they, the one demon go back and he called the seven. So I think that's how I was so, so rebellious, ended up clubbing and just didn't do the things of God. So I think I was uh, in great... 12 or after matric, mm -hmm. that's when I met God again, going to church, but I didn't have a relationship with God, just going to church and knowing that uh, I once served him, mm -hmm. I once attended youth and stuff like that. But then I was at a, a very bad state in my life. Me and my husband, we were just married, I think about a year or before, two. Be before we go yeah. to that part, before you go to that part, you have, you have touched a, a very important part here. Uh, you talked about backsliding. Mm -mm. Backsliding. You see? So, if you compare your life, your life before you backslided, uh, when you were not a Christian, yes, and now when you became a Christian, then you backslided. It was worse than when you were not a Christian before you become a Buddha kid, or it became worse after you you became a Christian, then you backslided. It became worse after I became a Christian and then backslided. Okay. It was like. I don't know, but it's like you cannot get loose of what you're doing. I remember one day I was asking my cousin, when are we going to stop drinking? When are we going to stop partying? And she told me maybe one day when we have children. Oh, well, because it's it like was you hard. Knew. Now you knew the truth. Yeah. Like when you, you know the truth, is the more you do it because yes. you know the truth. Yes. Rather than back then you didn't know anything yes. about Yeah, I know you're right. <laughs> That's okay. exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. So how I met, how I came back to God was we were in a bad place in our life, staying in Joburg, I remember. Mm -hmm. I think we were married about a year or two. Oh, with your husband? Yeah, with my husband yeah. and my daughter was three. My son was the baby. Mm -hmm. And I remember we did, we both weren't working. So I, we actually went to Joburg because I went for a job. 
And then uh, the interview went well, and I thought that I was going to get a job, but unfortunately, I didn't get it. And I remember that day, we were both upset, and my husband uttered the following words. He said, yeah, we cannot depend on family. They cannot even help us. And I remember this auntie, she's my, my, my best friend's mother. She's late now. She said, you know why? God doesn't want you to depend on your family. God says, cursed are those that depend on the arm of flesh. All you need to do is just trust God and depend on him. And then my words came to her and I told her, you know what, Aunt Sheila, because her name is Sheila, I said, I know what I need to do in order for my life situation to change. I just need to go back to God because the Bible says, seeking first the kingdom of God mm. and every other thing shall be added unto you. And that weekend when we came back to Middleburg because I didn't get a job, I decided to go back to church and just trust God. And that's how I started growing spiritually. And yeah, my love for him just went deeper and deeper. Okay. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. We're going to make an experiment. I'm going to ask you and then we can understand what you are talking about. Uh, actually, wonderful listeners. I have a book here, uh, Only God Can. So, uh, she wrote a book. Uh, how did you come about writing a book? It is a, or also, it is your first one, or? It's my first one. I'm, I'm, yeah, but I'm going to write many more. I'm actually in the process of writing the second one. Okay. Yeah. Tell us, what was the motive behind writing this book? I found myself stuck in a marriage, broken loveless and hopeless and yeah it was like I was in a marriage where I more pretended to be happily married but I wasn't and in my heart I knew and my family members knew that I wasn't happily married and um, what happened is God restored my marriage when I decided to to give my marriage to God after being in this brokenness in this loveless marriage where you felt no affection no love anymore um, more resentment because of things that happened in our marriage and then I decided to give God a try and to give him my marriage and it happened that um, God told me that I'm not the only woman that is going through what I was going through after he restored my marriage okay. he said there are many women who find themselves at the crossroad in their marriage they feel stuck and they do not know what to do but hence they stay and then I decided that um, that God told me, uh, I want you to write a book and share your story. And I was thinking, a book? No, no, no. But then I started first with having uh, workshops with ladies at my house, actually empowerment uh, sessions. Okay. So um, I identified women. I, I invited them to my house. So once a month we would sit and then we would share uh, public views on marriages. And then uh, that's when I told them, you know what? God told me that I must write a book and I must share my story on my restored marriage. And they were laughing. They didn't think that it would come to pass, even myself. But yeah. You know, uh, I can relate to that part. As as, as you said, that uh, you, you, you pray to God and you ask Him and say, wow, God, my marriage is coming to an end. Mm -hmm. But God says, don't worry about your marriage. Because there are so many people that are in the same position mm -hmm. as you are. Mean, rather than worrying about what you are facing, it is much better to help other people. Mm -hmm. Then God will help our, will help us in our problems. 
while we are helping others mean God is fixing us. Amen. Very yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can. It's more like it's more like someone is asking for a job, is looking for a job. Why don't you make service for others and help others to get? It's more like like have faith that they, I already have a job. Very true. Let me help others who, who don't have jobs and get their job. Then after that, then you know God has taken care of. True. And you are so correct about it. I remember this pastor friend of mine that I write about in the book. He said to me when I told him, you know what, God has instructed me, I must start helping other women. But I'm not ready yet. Then it's like you're never going to be ready. You better start. Because once you start with them, God is going to fix you and your marriage in the meantime. And it's so true what you just said now. Wow, wow, <laughs> yeah. wow, wow. Uh, wonderful listeners. I, I believe... Um, if you know that uh, uh, this, uh, uh, the house is, is not in order, it is time to, to relate and to hear and also to be part of this show. You can comment on the on the link. You can just go to our link, uh, go to Taltakumi, uh, Instagram, Taltakumi, news report at one. Then you can go to our Facebook page and also yeah, you can interact and also maybe you, you have some testimonies and I believe by sharing your testimony, someone out there will be also in a good co- uh, position to be helped. So don't stay with the, with the testimony. Yeah, we don't, we don't need, we need people with testimonies. Then we can, they can be a victory in whatever that you are doing. So ma'am, uh, can you tell me about this book? Because why you say only God can? Why you say only God can? Actually, I was struggling with the title. I wanted to call it Till Dead to Us Part. I had so many names for it. Yeah. And then um, my husband actually gave me the name and he said, I think he also came to a realization, just like myself, but he gave me the name that it is only God. He said, only God can. Make the name of the book only God can. And I said, wow, that's an amazing title because nobody can... Be in a marriage without God. We need God in the center of our marriage. And that is how we will have a successful marriage. That is why the, the book is titled Only God Can. And you, you know, also I'm just looking at the book. It's more like a puzzle. Yes. And the life is a puzzle. True. So, <laughs> okay. So it's so interesting. It's so interesting. So what can you, the interesting part about this book, if someone will want to read the book, what is the interesting part? What I like, normally I, I, I talk about chapter one in the book. It says, instead of a wife, I was a knife. So <laughs> not uh, living to what God expected to me to be, the Proverbs 31 woman. Yeah. I was more like, this was not prior to God restoring our marriage. I was a knife to my husband. I used to belittle him. I disrespected him. And um, I wasn't a nice person to him. Because of the hurt and the resentment that I carried in my heart for my husband, that caused me to treat him so badly. And instead of building him up, I used to break him down. And that is why I say, instead of a wife, I was a knife. Mm-hmm. So that's the most interesting and important um, um, chapter for me in the book because um, I learned that God wants us to be the light in our husband's lives and we need to build him. They say behind every successful man is a woman. So my husband reflected me. Whatever I, 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 if I don't support him, people can see it out there in the world. 
whatever I don't do to my husband, it reflects me as a wife. So I needed to to learn to to encourage him. I needed to learn to to not always want to say the last say because that's how I was as a woman. Always wanted to say the last say. And um, once I started changing uh, to be more like a wife, a godly wife, that is when my husband started changing. So he saw that the changes in me. So it was important for me to build him instead of breaking him down and speak well of him, him instead of speaking ill and disrespect him. And yeah, as a wife, if you don't respect your husband, you can lose your crown forever. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, you know what I'm going to do? Mm. Definitely, uh, <laughs> we, have to, we, we, have to, we have to start as soon as possible because after my marriage, my wife, she's going to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I know she'll be in the safest place. Yeah, you know, because we need uh, people like uh, like you, you know. So we need to see positive things rather than the negative things. Because we, we always see the negative things, negative things, but we don't see the positive. Because once you neglect the positive, uh, uh, someone's positive part. Mm-hmm. Mean also, you neglect him because of his negative. Also, the positive, positive part, it will depart with him. So we need to see the positive. Then the person will change. True. Wonderful listeners. I think we'll need to take a little bit of a break with this wonderful song by Hill Song that says God is in control. I lift my hands to heaven, hear my heart surrender, I tell my soul again, you are Lord of all, and though the seas are raging, you will speak and take them, and you are found my rest. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Yeah, we are, we are coming to the last part of the show. Uh, ma'am, when we talk about a relationship, uh, we, what kind of a person, uh, I can say, this one is right for me? Or what, what kind of a question I have to ask myself when I say now I want to get near? I want a person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. How do I go about that part? Because, you know, as, as us guys, first, it is the beauty. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Secondly, the curves. 
Hey, 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 you're right, we normally look at our outer beauty, but I think it's more inner beauty. You check the character of the person, they, how they treat other people is also very important, and uh, their interests. Sometimes our interests are not the same, we don't share the same values. And for me, if it was my son, I would ask him, um, does she love the Lord? <laughs> That's the first one I will ask him. Wow. Does she love the Lord? She doesn't have to be... Uh, Mamfundisi, she doesn't have to be involved in the church, but she must not just as long as she knows there's a God and that she loves Him and she's willing to to do to, to what He expects from her. Because that's for me, it's the ultimate. Because if you know God and uh, you are most likely, if you love God, you are most likely to do what He wants you to do. And um, yeah, so the character, how they treat other people is very, very important. And do they love themselves? Because if they do not love themselves, how are they going to show love to you? Mm. Mm. Yeah, for me. <laughs> oh, you mean you mean first they have to have the fear of the Lord. Yes, the fear then of the Lord. Then that fear it will pass to to you. Yes. Then they will learn to respect you because they they, they fear God. Exactly. But a person does does not have a relationship with Christ. It's more like you will see him like if he's not afraid of Christ. I mean, what about you as a person? Exactly. And it will not follow if you want to, 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 to love. Like, it's difficult because if you want to tell him, like, um, the husband are to provide for his wife, he should know that. Mm -hmm. Because if he doesn't know Christ, if he doesn't fear Christ, most likely that some people know it. It comes because our yeah. parents teach us and stuff yeah. like that. But there's, a, there's going to be clashes and you are going to have lots of disagreements. It's, it's normal to have disagreements, but... Uh, what the other person believes in is very important also. Okay. So your belief system and your values also. Okay. And your advice to someone who's still new in the marriage, you know, they think like marriage is high, honey, love and dabby, all those things. But when they find challenges, how can you advise to deal? How they supposed to deal with the challenges? I would say first, number one, uh, what I used to, when I um, used to have problems in my marriage, I never used to talk about it immediately. I expected my husband to read my mind. So I want to tell you if you're a woman here and you're experiencing problems with your husband or you have certain issues, your husband is not a mind reader. So communicate what is bothering you. It's very important. And another thing is do not marinate on your problems. Sometimes we leave it so long and then we give the devil a foothold. We give him an open space because we fought on Monday. We had a disagreement on Monday and now... Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I don't talk to you. Friday, I give you the, the silent treatment. I believe that immediately whatever upset you, wait for the right time, still in that day, and discuss it. Check your tone, do it in the right way, in the right manner. And yeah, do not let the sun go down on your anger because you will give the devil a foothold. So at least try not to go and sleep angry. Wow, 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 wow. I think, I think... Uh... We have to we have to invite her again, you know, because <laughs> this question of mine won't end here, you know. So, uh, unfortunately, wonderful listeners, our show ends here today, and 
I like to say thank you for for listening to Taltakome FM. And what would be your last advice to to people uh uh at home and everyone who is listening to the show? Uh, I would just tell you that uh, wherever you find yourself, just uh, believe in yourself and never give up on your dreams. And remember that you can always start all over. We get every day you can start over. Every week you can start over. Every month you can get started again. So um, denial is not failure. Mm. Whatever you didn't achieve for this week, you can always achieve it. Mm. So keep the hope up and uh, continue to, to strive for your dreams. And yeah, and, and, and put God first in everything that you do. It works for me. So put God first in everything that you do. That's why I said seeking first the kingdom and every other thing will be added unto you. Wow, wow. Definitely, definitely. I will take that one with me to home and say, firstly, God. I put God first. Then I make a decision. Which one I would choose. <laughs> so yeah, that is a good advice to everyone who's looking to looking for wife, someone who have a problem with the wife, someone who have a problem with the husband. Uh, if you have listened to the show, I think your life will change and you learn to take things the way God wants you to. So if they want to know about you or they want to have uh, that contact with you, where can they find you? I am on Facebook and I also have a website okay. which I will share with you. I think I'll send it to you. Then you can just share okay. it maybe in the comments. Okay, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. So they can reach out to me on Facebook or on my website also. Okay, definitely we're going to do that. We're going to uh, put the 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 link where you can you can click on then you'll go straight to to his profile and everything about about her and um I think many women they need they need someone to lead them and to direct them. Yeah. So, for today, wonderful listeners, I'd like to say thank you for everything. And also, don't forget, make God everything for your life. Then you will achieve everything. Thank you and God bless you.
trust in